You're listening to a Sharesies podcast. It's Thursday the 24th of February. You're listening to Recap, brought to you by Sharesies. Sharesies is a wealth development platform where our purpose is to create financial empowerment for everyone. And here's a financial disclaimer. Investing involves risk. You aren't guaranteed to make money and you might lose the money you started with. Any information we provide is general only and current at the time. If you're looking for help with your investment choices, we recommend talking to a licensed financial advice provider. G'day there, Alice. Hey, Jose. How's it going? It's going really well, thanks. Uh, How about you? I'm good, thank you. That's really good to hear. Uh, There are heaps of things to talk about today, dear listeners. Uh, But before we do, we just wanted to note that Recap has reached 100,000 plays today. Yeah, that means that Recap's been downloaded and listened to 100,000 times, which is pretty amazing, I reckon. Totally amazing. And so we thought it was about time uh, that we hear from all of you out there about how you think Recap is going. Uh, So to that end, we've created an audience survey, which will give you a chance to give us some feedback. And don't worry, it's a super quick survey, probably about five minutes at most. And if you complete it, you go into the draw to win one of five $50 Sharesies gifts. Uh, If you give the survey a good go, it would really help us to improve recap and make it even more helpful to you and your fellow investors. There's a link to the survey in the episode description. Go at it, friends. But moving on, it was another day full of results announcements on the New Zealand Stock Exchange show today. Uh, there were a bunch of companies released, releasing their latest financials. Uh, among them were aged care operator Somerset Group, uh, Auckland International Airport, Honey Company, Comvita, and even Vital Healthcare Property. But two companies whose results I thought we could dive into today are Air New Zealand and Sky Network Television. Right, let's start off with Air New Zealand. What happened there? So these results were Air New Zealand's half-year results for the six months that ended on the 31st of December 2021. Now, Air New Zealand is a company that's been heavily impacted by COVID-19, as we've seen over the past two years. And these results today continue to reflect that. Uh, what were some of the impacts? Air New Zealand made what it described as a significant financial loss. Uh, The company made a loss before tax of $376 million for the half year. Uh, Air New Zealand said that this was due to the extended lockdowns in New Zealand, ongoing border restrictions, and reduced levels of government subsidy support. And I actually got to speak to CEO Greg Foran earlier today, who shed a bit more light on how this impacted the company. Passenger revenue was down, I think, about 29% or or something along the those lines during the period and and that's just reflective of the fact we just weren't flying and it wasn't because we didn't want to but we couldn't you know Auckland being in lockdown no international borders open and of course cargo during that period was significantly up um, you know uh, uh, well over 20 percent so we lost on on passenger revenue we gained on cargo the net was still a nine percent reduction in revenue 
But now that the New Zealand government's outlined its plans to reopen the border, does that signal improvements on the horizon for Air New Zealand? Uh, did the company say much about the outlook? Air New Zealand highlighted that there's a large degree of uncertainty around the impact of the Omicron variant on domestic travel at the moment. Uh, and the company said that while clarity on the phasing of border openings is helpful, the timing of when the self-isolation requirements will be removed are actually unclear. And that's what Air New Zealand believes will move the dial for international travel. We've got out today and said, you know, we expect to lose over $800 million for the year. And that unfortunately reflects the fact that Omicron has seen our demand domestically fall off. We're still not flying international. We don't have a date yet on when home isolation is removed. So We've got a situation where we're dealing day to day in a difficult environment, doing well, doing the best we can. No set date on when we open, but I'm confident that give us the bumpiness that we will experience over the next, you know, I don't know, four, six, 12 months. The future is going to be great for you in New Zealand. We'll, we'll do just fine. But there is no doubt that uh, for this financial year, it's a big challenge and it will be bumpy as we reopen. And while the travel situation has been volatile, the government's provided significant support to Air New Zealand. What's the latest on that? Yeah, so the government, uh, which owns just over half of Air New Zealand, has provided up to $2 billion in support funding to the company. Uh, Air New Zealand said today that it has about $1.2 billion of this still available to use. Uh, the company also said that it plans to launch a capital raise before the end of March or shortly thereafter. Now, this is something that um, Air New Zealand actually first set out to do last year, but it has been pushed back multiple times. And finally, what's Air New Zealand's share price done today? Well, at the time of recording on the New Zealand Stock Exchange, uh, shares in Air New Zealand were sitting down about 3.8% for the day. Great, thanks for that, Alice. And we will play the full interview with Greg Foran in tomorrow's Casual Friday episode of Recap, uh, so tune in for that. Let's continue with a the theme here, because uh, Air New Zealand's Australian equivalent Qantas also released their half-year results today. We've just heard how Air New Zealand reported a loss. Was it the same story for Qantas? Uh, there are similarities for sure. Qantas reported an underlying loss of 1.28 billion Australian dollars for the six months to the end of December. That's compared to the same period a year ago, which saw losses of $1 billion. Uh, it also revealed an earnings loss of $650 million. And as with Air New Zealand, the pandemic is playing havoc, right? Yes, the Qantas CEO Alan Joyce described the situation as frustrating. He said that the Omicron wave has set the airline's recovery back by six months. Uh, basically, the airline had been preparing for increased demand as the Delta wave subsided. In fact, by December, it actually recalled back to work 11,000 staff who'd uh, been sitting idle without pay. Instead, Omicron has forced Qantas to cut flight capacity for this quarter, uh, both domestic and international, by a third. So what is that doing to their projections of how the rest of the financial year will run? They've cut their domestic capacity forecast for the June quarter from 114% of pre-COVID levels to somewhere between 90 and 100%. 
Uh, internationally, their forecast is that capacity will be even slower to return. Uh, instead of running at 60% capacity, they now think it'll be more like 44%. However, they are expecting a bit of a bounce back in business travel as the requirement to wear masks in offices is lifted. Uh, they say domestic capacity should be above 100% in the September quarter. And they've also indicated they have strong bookings for the Easter holidays. And anything else that we should note from the results today? Yeah, there were a couple of things. Qantas's freight and loyalty divisions pulled in record numbers, helping to push revenue to $3 billion for the half. Uh, a sale of uh, land at Sydney Airport last year made the company $802 million, ultimately helping the bottom line. The company's also expecting to finalise an order of 40 Airbus planes, which they'll use to renew the domestic fleet, as well as an order for wide-body jets that would, make, be, that would be able to make a non-stop flight to London from Sydney, potentially commencing in 2025. Let's move on, Alice. You said earlier that uh, Sky Network Television, the broadcasting company, also released its results today. How did the company go? Yeah, these results were for the half year to the end of December, and Sky said it delivered a solid performance for the six months, highlighting a return to revenue growth, uh, although the results were underpinned by the company's profits declining year on year. Okay, give me some of the numbers then. Sky's revenue grew about 4% compared to the same period the year before to about $372 million. The company said this was helped by Skybox revenues stabilizing. Now, this part of the company has been experiencing declines in its revenues and customers, uh, but is now starting to see the situation improve. Sky also noted that revenue growth was helped by a 34% increase in streaming revenue to about $49 million, and the company experienced a 6% increase in customers to just under a million. But you said that the uh, company's profits fell? Yes, I did. Net profit after tax for the half year fell almost 30% to $28.3 million. Now, this was partly due to an 18% increase in operating costs, which Sky said largely reflected higher rights costs. So that's the money that Sky has to pay for the right to play the content that it does on the cha- on its channels. Mm, and Sky's been going through a bit of a change lately, hasn't it? Yes, the company has been undergoing a transformation that's been focusing on growing revenues and reducing costs. CEO Sophie Maloney said in the announcement today that this result confirms the company's views that this financial year marks a positive inflection point for Sky, and also that the company's on target to deliver total cost savings of 40 to $45 million in this financial year. Now, Sky also said that it expects to restart paying dividends in this financial year uh, starting in September. And did Sky shed any light on its outlook? Yes, the company said today it remains on target to deliver full-year results in line with its upgraded guidance that it gave to the market at the start of December. That guidance included revenue of between $725 and $745 million and net profit between $40 and $48 million. As Sky said, though, that there inevitably remains some uncertainty from COVID-19, particularly with the Omicron outbreak, but that the company is well-placed to navigate any challenges. And finally, what's Sky's share price done today? Uh, well, at the time of recording, uh, shares had slid about 4.8% for the day, sitting at $2.57 per share. Awesome. Thanks very much, Alice. And that means it's the end of the show for today. That was a recap for the 24th of February. Thank you so much for listening. 
It would be a help if you gave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Our email is recap at sheersies.co.nz and you can also leave a voice message. There's a link to that in the episode description. There sure is. And don't forget to answer the survey. We'd love to see your answers. Matiwa. See you tomorrow. Thank you.